Welcome to the She's the Owner podcast, a podcast where we talk about business, relationships, mindset, and even sex. We go deep on how the masculine and feminine can show up in all areas in life and how to make those energies work for you rather than against you. So grab a coffee and buckle up. This is the She's the Owner podcast. Hey guys, as always, we appreciate a five-star review if this podcast has brought you some insight or giggles or whatever in between. Either way, we'd love to hear from you. Now let's get to the show. Hey everybody, this is the She's the Owner podcast. I'm your host, Karen McCarran. Welcome to the show. Um, how's it going? It's been a minute since I have recorded anything. Um, and I don't know why that rhythm happens for me. I don't know why I be start, stop, start, stop the podcast. I mean, I do know actually it's the feminine in me gets excited and then kind of bored. So I guess that's why. Um, how's everybody doing? I hope you're well. It is feeling like spring might be coming someday soonish. Um, the most encouraging part about this time of year I find is that the sun starts to stay up later and that makes me very, very happy. So, um, there's, I made a couple of notes on what I want to talk about today. Um, and one of the things that I have noticed recently come up in my orbit is, so two things. One thing is I want to talk about masculine energy inside of your business. And I want to talk about patience inside of your business. So when I say masculine and feminine energy, so if you're new to this podcast, you may be like not have, you may be not have, blah, 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 you may not have heard really what this whole concept is or what I talk about. Um, but basically when I'm talking about masculine energy and feminine energy, I'm speaking about it in a couple of different um, ways. So one is in your business one is in your relationship and one might be within yourself. So for today's podcast, I'm going to speak about it when it comes to in the business, because, um, it's critical. Like it's absolutely. So one of the things that I do is I act as a, uh, you know, fractional and a consultant for marketing for some businesses that I work with. And, one of the things that I find really interesting about it, and this will tie into the patience thing, but one of the things I find super interesting about it is that women in particular, we still don't understand. And I mean, if you don't know, you don't know. If you've never been taught this, you would never know. You would never understand that this is a concept that requires your attention, which is showing up in your in your business um, or in your job in the masculine all the time is going to burn you out. So if you feel tired a lot, if you're saying things like nobody ever helps me, if you feel like you can't leave your business to go for a vacation for a week or two, if you feel like you don't think anybody else can do the job the way that you can, those are, those are definite signs that you are deeply connected to the masculine inside your business. And what does that mean exactly? It means that you're, um, you're in full control. You're an operator, you're not an owner. And so we, we grow up thinking that these are rites of passage. We grow up thinking that this is all a good thing. And like, of course I want to be in control of everything. And that's the only way to get shit done. And I'm here to tell you that's absolutely not the case. And why that's not the case is because, and I'm going to talk about somebody, I'm not going to name who she is. If you know, you know, um, but the, the reason that it's not, it's, so I always say it's not sustainable to be in the hunter for a woman all the time. And that's the truth. It's not. 
you might think it is and you might be like trying to argue the fact with me like no i can do that well you can for now okay but why do you think women are getting sick younger why do you think women are having heart attacks younger why do you think women are getting burned out younger it's because they don't listen to this piece they don't understand it they've never been taught it they're watching all the men in the industries plural keep going 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 and even they'll burn out but they're not going to burn out like us like our if you've ever heard me talk about hormones like our hormonal cycle is a 28 day cycle a man's is a 24 hour cycle like understand that his his hormones will spike and replenish within 24 hours like sorry i've got things beeping at me um ours is 28 days so right now i'm just coming off my period like i'm the probably the last to second last day my energy is going back up my mood is going back up i'm feeling creative i'm gonna probably produce a fuck ton of content in the next 24 hours i'm finishing my course this weekend that i've that i'm recreating the love soldiers business course 2.0 like so that's where I'm on the uptick, right? My energy is starting to go up. But for the last week, like trying to get me to do anything was like pulling teeth. So a man's cycle, 24 hours, women's 28 days. Fact. No disputing that. So you can start to understand like a man can push, push, push on a daily basis and it's not really affecting him. It's not, not really. It isn't affecting him in the same way that it affects us. And so when you're a woman in business and you're trying to push and and in, even in your, especially women in careers, like C-suite women, they're just a fucking obsessed with just showing up like the boys. And I can tell you, it simply just cannot, it won't last. Like I've known more women who've either become, you know, diabetic because they're overweight and not taking care of themselves or who've gotten cancer, who've had a heart attack, like you name it, this is what's happening to, to females, to women, be clear, not the guys, but, and it is, I'm not saying it's not happening to the men, but it, it does happen to women where we think we're going to push the same as in that hunter mode and that masculine energy long term and we're going to win and we're going to have all the accolades we're going to feel so fucking amazing and we're going to have all the money and all the this and blah, 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 and then you're fucking dead or you're disabled or whatever and some event will happen and this is what i'm talking about there's a friend of mine who has had a major health event and she is radic and I love her deeply. I, and, and I'm like, we're not even like, we're internet friends. We've met once, but we're internet friends. But like, I care deeply about her. She feels like a little sister to me and she's had a situation. Okay. And if you looked at her, you'd be like, how the fuck? Well, she's open about, she has done very little if to, to none uh, inner child healing. And ladies, you know, I talk about this all the time. If we're not healed, we're not thriving. It's that simple. You cannot ignore what needs to be healed. Like it's not, the problem is, and I'm gonna go off on a rant, I feel it in my bones, but the problem isn't that you had the trauma. The problem is how you carry and continue to carry the trauma. I've had trauma. I no longer feel like physically connected to that trauma. I have done the healing to release myself from the trauma. Now, when I think about occasionally, I might be like, well, that's a little, depending again where I am in my cycle, I might be like, well, that's a little bit sad. I wish that didn't happen that way. But by and large, it's not a thing. I look at it with deep gratitude if I can even find it anymore. Like, I've moved it and cleared it so far from my body that it's like, meh. And 
now the one thing that I still work on clearing is my anger. Cause that I can tell, I mean, I can tell you right now that sits in my liver, right? I've had gallbladder issues. I've had my gallbladder taken out. I have bile duct sludge again. I'm sh- I know I do. I don't even need anybody to tell me that. So for me that moving that, but that like releasing trauma, like deep trauma that you've had from childhood, it has to happen. You guys, there's no other way around it. It has to happen. And I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to scare you. I'm not trying to say shit that is like meant to make you feel fearful. It's meant to wake you the fuck up to what needs to go on for you to go on. Right? So here you are, you may have had some trauma in your life. You may have some stuff that residual things you've not dealt with. So your mind goes, well, if I can go faster, harder, longer, I'm going to outrun it. And you're not plain and simple. You're not, your body has a record of it. I just listened to Joe Dispenza all morning. I fucking love that guy. Cannot wait to go to his, um, advanced retreats. I I'm really like 2023 for me is, is like, like deep dive into Joe Dispenza, like I do Tony. So I'm really pumped about it, but it's like, he said, like your body has a record of it and you keep going back to it, back to it, back to it. It's never going to release itself. You've got to release it. And this is especially true for the women. So if you're running around busy, like a psychopath thinking I'm going to outrun it and I'm going to make myself proud and I'm going to do all this shit and I'm going to accomplish everything and I'm going to do it all. You're going to get fucking sick because you're not running to something. You're running from something. And that energy is radically different. Like there's no disputing that energy is radically different. I'm running away from my past or I'm running to my future. You decide. And so as long as you're sitting in it and you're suffering and you're not allowing it to move, it's going to fester. And, and again, like I said, this woman that I'm referring to, she's young, she's, she on paper does everything right. You look at her and you think, how the shit did this girl get cancer? She got cancer. How the shit did she get cancer? That makes no sense until it makes sense. Look at Louise Hayes. She talked about like all, I mean, her whole entire career was based on, you know, positive thinking, da, 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 but she didn't heal. She had ovarian cancer. She was sexually abused. Chinese medicine would say, yeah, that makes sense. Right. And that's what she subsequently passed from. Now she was much older, but the point is, is that it matters if we heal it, heal the wound. It matters if we change the story about the thing that happened. And as long as, and so if you find yourself in this state of constantly pushing and constantly trying to outdo yourself, because you're trying to outrun something. I need you to stop. I need you to pause. I need you to look at that. I need you to examine it and actually sit down and say, like, why am I pushing this hard? And that's a tough question because if you're listening to this, you're, the odds are you're an entrepreneurial woman or you have a career that's C-suite as in CEO, CMO, COO, anything in that direction. And your whole career and your whole like identity is around pushing and crushing it. And I'm telling you, you've got to balance it. That doesn't mean you can't ever have that zone. I have that zone all the time, but I have it in pockets. It's not my constant anymore. It used to be, but I can tell you it wasn't because I was thinking, oh, I'm excited for the future. I'm thinking I got to outrun my fucking past. And the faster I run, the harder I push, the more aggressive I am, the faster I'm going to get to where I want to go. And what I realized is as soon as I took a deep breath and let out that energy of running away and run. And I started to go toward that's when shit started changing. I was listening to a podcast with Catherine's and Manifestation Babe. Um, the other day I was driving to a friend's house 
And she said something about money that really hit me. And this is why personal development is a lifelong education. Like it's never, never going to stop because you're always going to hear shit. And what she said about money was that it was neutral. And I was like, holy fuck, like that's powerful. It's neutral. Neutrality is what will attract more money. So if you feel a way about money, that's why it's not coming to you. So as soon as you start to feel neutral about it and truly neutral, like just complete neutrality around it. That's what, because there's no stress around it. There's no anxiety around it. There's no, I need it. There's no nothing. So it's just neutral. And that's cool because you're neutral. When I look at clouds, I feel that way. I'm not like judging the cloud. I'm just noticing the cloud. Um, so I thought that was really interesting, but when it comes to like where you're at in your career or business or whatever, and if you're feeling, if you're starting to feel that sped up anxiety, I've got to get to the other side. I've, I know I'm going to get there. I just got to get there energy. I can tell you that's, that's a flag for you. That's time to slow it down. And when you slow it down, it's just like, if you were going to meet a guy, for example, and you were like, you know, constantly texting him and you didn't like, it would just never gave him a break. You just met him and you're like, text, text. And what are you doing? Do you want to get together? And you're like, like, what is that energy? That's desperate energy. The universe can feel that energy when it's about your life. If you have desperate energy around your life, it's the same damn thing. So like, ask yourself, am I feeling this desperate energy to succeed? Is it this energy of like, if I succeed, my whole life's going to be good. The thing that happened to me when I was a kid, no, no longer bothers me. It's all good. Like ask yourself, honestly, sit down and write it out. Is this desperate fucking energy that I'm navigating myself with? Because if it is, you're resisting what's going to come to you for even longer and even worse, you could get sick or have an event or whatever. That's really going to fuck you up. Like why wait for a life altering diagnosis? Why wait for life altering news about, you know, losing the biggest client you've ever had? Like, why wait for all that to then change the energy? That's my question to you. Why wait for that? Like, you're listening to this. So this is your sign really, truly to examine how am I showing up? How what kind of energy am I bringing to the universal table right now? Like, is it painful energy? Is it scarcity energy? Or is it like, I'm good? Like, do I have everything I want in my life? Like in material things, the house, the car, the trips? No, and I don't have that yet. But I'm fucking sure shit happy. And I'm and I wasn't like I wasn't when I was pushing as hard as some of you are pushing. I wasn't. It was like, I was always trying to prove myself. And that energy was what was like resisting and rejecting everything good that I wanted. And it's, and it's in that. So what happens when you're in the masculine, this is your, you know, it's a hunter, 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 hunter. But what happens when you move into the feminine for some part of the day, like every day you need to move into the feminine. And let me tell you, ladies, I am naturally a masculine energy being. Okay. I was a lot more of a toxic masculine, but now I'm, I'm just naturally a leader. I'm a natural alpha. That's just how it goes. So for me, I still have to consciously practice intentionally saying, okay, turn it off. I'm a single woman. I don't have a man to turn it off with me. I have to turn it off myself. And is it hard? For sure it is. But like, I, if I need to go in my room and just be still, like I meditate every single day. I visualize every single day. I write in my journal every single day. Like those are ways that I connect to my feminine divine again. I put candles on. I have a candle lit right now. 
I use a lot of Palo Santo. I use sage sometimes, like incense, candles, or sorry, I said candles. Um, what's it called? Uh, in oil, like a, in essential oils. I use a diffuser. So like, there's all these ways where I'm now very anchored and I can trigger myself into submission essentially. But like, if you're not turning off on, if you, and, and by the way, I understand that it's more challenging if you're in a relationship, especially if you're in a relationship with a feminine energy man. And I guarantee most of you are, if you are really showing up in the masculine because masculine attracts the opposite, vice versa. And so if you're in a relationship with a feminine man, there's conversations that need to be had around this because he's not going to understand what the fuck you're doing. And it might make him nervous if all of a sudden you start floating around your kitchen at five o'clock in the evening. But the bottom line is like, learning how to balance yourself in business and at home is for you and your health. Whatever happens after that is a bonus. Whatever happens in the relationships gravy, like this has to be a practice and an awareness that you have because you know, you need it and not because someone else is going to, because then that's dripping with expectation. And if you start doing that, you're fucked. So really at the end of the day, this practice of understanding a, am I, Am I really too far into the masculine energy? And why am I too far? What am I running from? Why am I trying to beat something? Why am I trying to outrun the stuff that's happened to me? Really examine that. Like, look at it and decide, okay, is this what's happening? Because if this is what's happening, I need to figure it out. I need to understand why do I think and and always write it out. Like, I've had people say to me, um, I had a, a young lady that I was talking to recently She's 12 years old and I was actually coaching her through a, a little teenage drama. And she said to me, she's so cute. I told her, go write it out. Like, go write out how you're feeling. Do that, do the writing process. And she's like, I feel so much better now. I've talked it out. I, I feel like I, I don't need to write it because I've talked it out. And I said, you need to write it. What you write, you invite. Like, you need to write it. Your brain does something when it, there's paper to uh, pen to paper. And it's different than talking. It's different than typing. You have to write it out. So write it out. Why am I, why am I, here's your questions. Number one, why might I be pushing as hard as I am in my business or career? Like, what am I, what am I trying to prove? Number two, is there a way that I can slow it down? When I, what, and number three, when I realize that I'm pushing because I'm trying to outrun something, how can I turn that around so that I can feel like I'm running toward something rather than away from something? What can, what kind of compelling future? can I create and craft for myself? That makes it way more exciting. And Tony talks about that all the time. We're running, we're trying to avoid pain instead of trying to go toward pleasure. This is exactly what I'm talking about. What pain are you trying to avoid by working like an animal that you're not actually created to fucking act like and work like? You're not created. You're not, listen to me now, you are not created to work like an animal. I don't care if you want to argue about that with yourself, but it's the truth. You are not here. You are not created in the feminine divine to fight like a hunter all the time. Uh, and, and if you need permission to slow it down, here's your permission, sister. Fucking slow it down. That is the only way that you're going to get what you want is when you calm down. Your nervous system has to calm down. Everything needs to calm down, right? So ask yourself, what am I, what, what kind of compelling future can I have that makes it more enticing for me to want to, to really go towards that versus the, the pain. And if you've got deeper stuff, and I know that many of you do, um, start working on it, 
start working on inner child healing. If you need other, you know, like there's many healers out there. There's many, uh, therapy is coming a long way than it, than it has in years past years past. I would say therapy is a waste. I've been to many therapists as a child and it was just trash. It's come a long way. You know, I was recently learning about something called rapid resolution therapy, um, manifestation babe highly recommends it. Um, I don't know too much about it, but I was kind of high level looking at it and anything that moves me from point A to point B faster in my healing is beautiful. Like let's, let's, yes, let's look at that. Let's examine that. But the thing is we, we've all had some shit happen, right? But it's how you allow that shit to stay with you and sit on your shoulder for the rest of your life. That's the difference. I've chosen to let it go. I've chosen not to be a victim to my circumstance. I've chosen even this year, like last year, you've heard me talk very openly about 2022 fucked me up in the best way possible. I could have looked at last year. I'm living back at my ex-husband's house, like restarted a whole business, going for my real estate. Like I could have looked at that, what I make jokes about calling it a dumpster fire, but like there were some dark nights of the soul last year in like my identity. Who am I without the content company? Who am I if I'm not married? Who am I if I'm this, if I'm not? Like I could have let that whole year totally suck me down that rabbit hole and crush me. And I did for a minute. So don't, like, don't be, don't get it twisted. I did. But then I thought, fuck it. Like I'm not, I'm actually not going to allow that to carry through and it hasn't. And anytime I start to feel a bit sorry for myself, I might reach out to somebody and say like, can you slap me around uh, energetically for a minute and just help me get my shit back together? Or I do it myself because I'm not a victim. I learned more about myself last year in one of the hardest years of my emotional life than I've ever learned in ever. And I've lost parents, I've lost a child. Like I learned, it was a painful year and I learned so much. And so far I am so on track with what I want to do this year. Like there's, I'm a little behind on getting my license for my real estate, but I'm still super conscious of like not letting that slip by because by the way, that can happen right? We are the masters of distraction, human beings. And so I could be like, well, I got to do this. And I'm not like, I'm staying on course. I'm doing all the things I need to. So ask yourself those questions, sit down with it, spend some time with it. If you want an inner child workbook, I have one happy to send it to you. Um, you can reach out to me on, uh, Instagram at love soldier army, and I will happily send it to you. It's about 20 pages. People who've done it, um, say it's powerful, but they hated it in the beginning. And I get it. I mean, I do my own courses. I do my own work. So I know it sucks at the beginning, but you come out of it with this deep love for your inner child. Like she's fucking cute. She didn't do anything wrong. And the sooner you accept that and you move through that, the better. Um, I'm not going to talk about patience in your business. I'm going to save that for another podcast because I went off, of course, on a tangent on this one. So I hope you have an incredible day. Please leave a review if this podcast helped you. And um, I'll talk to you at the next episode. I love you so much. Bye.